0: All of God's people said, "She glad to be in Count Meeting, Amen. What a wonderful week! My, my, what preaching, and uh, what preaching has been done in this afternoon service. And uh, I guess I'll say this in the rims of my flesh: I'm glad that we're not in the competition, Amen. Amen. And uh, I'll be honest with you, my flesh speaking: I feel like Brother Gravely hates me." Wanna know the truth he says he loves me but I don't know that I would do my enemies this way after all of these men of God been preaching and they've all been preaching uh, out of the gospels and uh, dealing with the time frame that we're in and uh, I just sort of feel like a fish out of water right now amen but if y'all will pray and the Lord will get on me and if you'll pray the Lord will calm me it'll help me right here amen I'm jerking deep inside Uh, there's greater preachers than I'll ever be stand this week and preach and men that have forgotten more than I'll ever know and I literally mean what I'm saying I'm not looking for words I could speak brother Bobby Moore that I feel the least and uh, I used to come into these places and want to preach and they wouldn't preach me and now I get sick coming to these places and try to hide is that okay to be that honest? And uh, I'm real nervous, but I believe the Lord's really spoke to me out of, first, out of Second Chronicles. If you'll find your place in the book of Chronicles, and I hear these men get up in their introduction and in their sermon. I usually talk about a verse or two above the text and a verse or two after the text. And they're talking about a book before it and a book after and give you a whole layout of the whole book. And uh, so, boy, I'm telling you, if y'all have ever had any viney sausage, just get ready. Here it comes. Amen. <laughs> There's been T-bones and filet mignons, and they has been full-fledged, brick, brick, uh, salmon laid out. Or Y'all have been eating a lot of that. Brother Steve Gooseby. you're fixing to start eating a lot of it, too. And uh, I'm praying hard for my brother. He's having heart surgery, and we need to pray that God will touch brother Steve and so you pray for me all right we're in 2nd Chronicles we're dealing with the death of Abijah in verse 14 I see I can't even call these fellers names right and so y'all just bear with me but if that wind will blow that's gonna be the main that's gonna be the main thing anyhow and so he's died he's dead and his son Asa is coming in, I believe if I've got that right, in chapter 14 and verse number 1. And I'm going to take just a minute to lay a foundation, give you three things, and I'll get out of the way. We see that he's died and his son Asa's come in. Verse number 2, in, chapter 14, And also did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord his God. Uh, for he took away the altars of the strange gods, and the high places, and he break down the images and cut down the groves. Boy, aren't you glad for a man of God? Yeah. Now, I understand we're dealing with kingship here. I understand we're dealing with him coming over the king of Judah. But I'm also fixing to show you where there's a preacher man showed up by the name of Azariah. And you may not know who he is, but I bet if I called out Abednego, you'd know who that is. And uh, this this preacher, this prophet, Azariah, is Abednego over there in the book of Daniel that did not bow. Thank God. Amen. But I'm telling you, we need some men. I want to encourage you right here. I want to encourage every preacher. I want to encourage every preacher's wife. I want to encourage every saint of God in the next 15 or 20 minutes here if I can just not to quit. Just don't quit. Statistically speaking, I'll be the next in the fall. Are y'all listening to me? And boy, the Lord's troubled me bad about this. Uh, Even with the generation that I started with, all of the preachers that I started with have such a record these days. Is that okay? I'm not here to slander none of them. Some of them are not even in the ministry. Some of them are not even under the same roof of the church. They've changed denomination. They've changed Bibles. They've changed songs. They've changed everything, and I want to come and try to encourage some of us not to quit, not to change. I know it's afternoon, and I know we're all tired, and there's been 400 sermons preached, but if God will blow on me, I just want to help you with the help of God. And so we see that Asa's took over here. And we see that there's been a smooth sailing for a little bit. And then in verse number 9, we find out that there's a war taking place. And there's a crowd of Ethiopians that's come up against him. And in verse number 11, here's what he said. And Asa cried unto the Lord of chapter 14 "Is God. And said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help. Hallelujah whether with many or with them that have no power. Watch this. Help us. Help us. Oh, Lord, our God, for we rest on thee. And in thy name, we go against this multitude. Oh Lord, thou art our God. Let no man prevail against thee. I want to encourage us. Uh, One of the preachers I could, I don't even know which one said it uh, because everything's been so in line. One of them said, we're fixing to leave the great camp meeting. We're fixing to go back to our places of work. Instead of our places of worship, our place of work. Thank God we worship where we are, but it seems like I do a lot more work him than I do worship him. Whoa, this morning I sat down, uh, uh, I sat right back here with Brother David, and I'll tell you this morning after all the great preaching I've been fed, but they was something happened to me this morning. I'm gonna tell you what happened to me. I got refreshed. I sat back there. I didn't have to worry about moderating a service. I didn't have to worry about calling on the right one to sing. I wasn't worried about a sermon to preach. I wasn't worried about who's doing what. But the wind got to blowing. And I'm going to be real honest with you. I prayed. I've, I've been under conviction this week. I've been corrected this week. I've been comforted this week. Uh, but I got me some refreshing. I got me some renewing. And somebody said, who done the preaching? The big preacher showed up. Oh, can I tell you how I felt, Brother Laddie? He said, I felt clean. I done told one brother coming out before I met you. I said, boy, it feels good to feel clean. Amen. Don't it feel good to feel clean? And so how we, do how'd we get that simply by saying, help, Lord. And we know that it's no problem for the Lord to help us. And so we find out they've had war here. And we find out that Asa, praise God, had victory. And then in chapter 15, if you'll look with me in verse number one, and the spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded, And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye, Asa, and all of Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you be with him. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Verse number three is heartbreaking. Now for a long season, Israel hath been without the true God and without a teaching priest and without law. Now I tell you, I've never been without a man of God. I've never been around false teaching of being indoctrinated to me. I've been around truth since my day of birth. I'm still around truth. But oh, how many people are leaving truth? How many people are leaving the old fashioned Baptist church because everything else looks greater and looks brighter at the big church in your community that's just letting anything go and letting anybody do what they want to? Are y'all, do y'all have that in y'all's town? I'm gonna be real honest with you. We probably had 75 people in our church that's got born again, and I baptized them. They joined our church, and they started getting indoctrinated. And until something came to ruffle their feathers. Until I had to pastor over a certain issue or I had to take a stand that I've been taking and they knew I was going to take it. But when I had to take it dealing with them, they get upset and they leave and go down to the big church. I'll be real honest with you. I'm tired of building everybody else's church besides my own. Is it odd to be that honest? I'm tired of going through all the fasting and the praying and them getting saved and then them getting the benefits out of it down the road. Is everybody all right? Is that happening in some of y'all's places? oh God help us I've seen it and we've been there now 18 years and and you know what I know it's going to continue but God help me to remain a full fledged old fashioned Holy Ghost leather lung King James preaching only old fashioned singing old fashioned shouting if all my friends leave if the church gets up and walk out I pray God has something So deep in me, I'd stand if I had to stand all by myself. I appreciate the words you said. I was an ignorant, unlearned preacher, still am, but I was really a bad one one time. I've said, Boy, they look better going than they do coming. It hurts my heart when they leave. I stay up at night, I bleed, and I hurt because they get out of the will of God. And I'm going to tell you, it does not look better than leaving. And I've had to take a stand in recent days. And I took a stand in before. Do you know some of it I'll never get over. Some of them I'll never get over. The only way I'll ever get over it is Jesus is going to have to fix it all with heaven. But oh God help us. We can't have the Holy Ghost leave the church. And ride Ikebog over the door. Verse number four. When they're in their trouble, did to the Lord God of Israel and shout him. He was found of them. Those times there was no peace to him that went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexation was upon the inhabitants of the countries. The nation was destroyed. A nation, the city of city, for our God did vex them with all adversity. Here's my thought: Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak. Here's my thought: For your work shall be rewarded. For your work shall be rewarded. I want to give you three avenues of this work out of verse number 8 down through verse number 19. And I'll break it down in three avenues for you and we'll see what the Lord's going to do with it. I want to say number one, don't, don't forget that your personal work concerning your flesh will be rewarded. I'm going to preach about five minutes right here on a problem every one of us in this great auditorium has. We have a problem with our flesh. Well, Brother John, I got my flesh conquered. Who are you lying to? Somebody said, oh, and ain't it amazing every time we preach on the flesh, we absolutely automatically think we go to the opposite sex you know there's greater problems of the flesh than the opposite sex I may mess up I need y'all to hear me I gotta say this because what I gotta preach I may mess up I may fall by the wayside but can I tell you I got greater problems than just the desires of the opposite sex is everybody all I know it's gonna get a little quiet but I'm telling you there's more to the flesh than just a problem with that I'm going to be real honest with you and you may never want to talk to me again. And brother, I'm just going to preach my heart. I have to deal with my stinking flesh on a daily basis. My flesh bothers me. My flesh haunts me. My flesh devours me at times. My flesh wants to damn me. My flesh wants to destroy me. Uh, But I want to go on record this morning, this afternoon. I'm glad there's somebody living in me and is greater than my flesh lot stronger than my flesh and your flesh is weak and wicked and wild but greater is he that's in us greater is he that's in us than he that is in the world I'm a happy married man I love my children but I'm going to confess some things to you I had to deal with some personal works of my flesh Concerning a little compromise that 's right oh yes sir, yes. I wish you 'd preach for them glory sermons, Dorsey, well, maybe later i I know who I am, but whenever body seems like i 've rubbed shoulders with has went this way because of a little compromise. now you stirred me a while ago, but God already put this in my heart. And because they dropped some little small issue that we think is not such a big issue. Is everybody okay? You know what I know? I know half of us is leaving this wonderful atmosphere and Sunday school teachers are going to go back to a Sunday school class with a dozen young'uns in it and we're all going back to a dysfunctional church with dysfunctional people that ain't got much going for them other than Jesus and that is enough. That is enough. I'm talking about we're trying to indoctrinate our people. We're trying to teach them to tithe. We're trying to teach them to give, go rent it. I'm talking about we're trying to do all the basic work of the church. And then you'll see somebody give in a little compromise. And the devil will crawl on us as men of God. Somebody said, well, I guess you've battled that, ain't you? I need y'all to hear me. I have battled it. Yes, sir, I have battled it. I'm going to take my watch off right here so it won't worry me. Somebody said, oh, Brother John, are you going to compromise? I hope I don't. I hope I don't. Because the last time I checked, these greater men than I'll ever be. It's compromised. Is everybody okay? I want to say if we'll deal with our flesh personally, if we'll keep our flesh crucified on a cross, and don't worry about a dollar amount, and don't worry about a pew being full or pleasing somebody that's got a little money. I'm just going to confess man come to me giving me $500 every time he is in the service I ain't talking about once today Sunday morning not an offering plate right there Sunday night right there Wednesday night right there I thought about taking him every night to revival with me somebody holler amen I'm talking about just I'll send him well, I done put him on the road. I done told my story. I'm talking about my wife was, was thanking God. I was getting my church check. Somebody holler, amen. Don't y'all die on me. Now, if he had said you put that in the church, I'd have put it in the church. Here's what he said He said, I want you to have this, and you pay your bills and take good care of your family. So, you know what I done? I paid my bills and took good care of my family, and I did more than a tithe off of it, too. Somebody holler, amen. And so this went on for about seven weeks. I can tell you exactly how long it went on. I was done looking to buy a brand Hammer New Ranger bass boat. Somebody holler, amen. I done had one picked out and thought, boy, if this keeps it up, I'll be able to pay for half of it and finance the other half don't act like I'm the only carnal preacher in here. And by the way, Paul said it's all right if I reap carnal by being spiritual to you. It's all right for a preacher to go fishing and have a deer rifle. I ain't quite figured it out if he can have a golf club and be right with God or not yet. Hey, hey, hey man. I was a preacher in revival. They said, Dorsey, who going to go golfing. You're going to go golfing? I laughed. Hey, Amen. I mean, fat people don't golf. I'm sorry if you do. I'm sorry. I grabbed that golf club and I swung it like Bad. you don't do that I tore the ground all up this in bash it's a true story and I thought the golf club bent it over my knee and prophesied in the name of Jesus somebody holler amen and I said I'll drive the golf cart Well, the time we got to the ninth or 10th hole, I'm talking about these preachers were so mad and I'm talking about they are so stressed out. They are so aggravated because they couldn't get that little white ball in that little old bitty hole. I said, I thought y'all come out here to relieve stress. I think what relieve stress is cutting down on a 12-point buck. Somebody holler amen. Or absolutely loading the boat with a bunch of crappy and hoping the game board don't catch you. Somebody holler Amen. Oh, I got to go fishing with Brother Sammy one time. My boy got to go with me. I'll never forget it. We were catching them catfish. And I'm talking about, it. I had one that weighed 66 pounds. Brother Sammy said, I'm going to get one bigger than you. He went to praying. Brother Sammy went to praying. This is a true story. Honest to God. This is your pastor I'm talking about. <laughs> I was in the boat with Marvin Carr and Brother M.L. Thomas. And we about sunk a boat three times. Brother Sammy come pulling up. He looked over in there. He said, how much is that big? I said, it's 66 pounds. He said, who pulled that in? Oh, Marvin Carr said, Dorsey pulled that in. Brother Sammy went to praying. said, go boy, go. Can you believe it? They pulled one in that thing weighed 67.3 pounds. Are y'all hearing me? How many of y'all hearing me? I'll never forget. We got that. Oh, I said, "But I need you to pray for some other things too. Somebody amen. holler, amen. Y'all come on. Don't act like y'all don't want him praying for you. I mean, I said, I got a building to pay off. I got a family to raise. I got a mortgage to take care of. Somebody help me. Amen. The man of God that's leathered out. As arise, the man of God here come and talk to me. Let me hasten on right here real quickly. You say, what are you saying? It's all right to do carnal things as long as we keep them things in order. And don't quit but don't let it be a God. Don't let it take over. And you handle the works of your flesh. Had a coon dog and still do. And I got so into that. I got so into that 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 was what I was leaving in my stress. And I'm telling you, you didn't have to put a chain on it. I'm telling you, it was well trained. And everywhere I went, they all talked about my dog. I needed one more win to night him out. I'm talking about it, it was top notch. Are you hearing me? Oh, but it got in the way of me and God. I'm telling you there's more trouble to the flesh than just what's all being preached. How many of you pray and read and read and pray and it seems like you can do one the greater? I'm guilty. Seems like the more I study at times it's because of my preaching demand. Is that how I talk like that? I wondered sometimes if I'd study near as much if I wasn't preaching as much. I'm sorry. I know this ain't a glory stick, but I'll just be honest. with you. When you do this all the time, let me tell you, I'm, I'm buying books, I'm scratching, I'm sniffing, I'm trying to find everything in there. Oh, but I wonder how much I'd be in my Bible if I was not doing what I'm doing. So I'm going to tell you something, your flesh is weak. Your flesh is wicked. We better handle our personal flesh. And I just want to say you, encourage you not to quit and take care of your flesh when you are drawn to compromise just a little and I'm going to tell you where I'm at brother Bobby I'm knowing what I'm preaching about because some men that's 20 years older than me that I've got great confidence guess what they've done I know we're not shouting but I'm preaching what the Lord told me 20 years older than me and you know what they're doing They're not plunging off the deep end. And I preached for one for 17 years. And I know this is going out. He'll probably see it and hear it and probably call me about it, but it'll be all right. I can't change, Brother Bradley. 17 years I preached. And two years ago, he said, you think you could tame it down just a little, John? He said, You think you could just sort of tame it down? He said, I got another crowd in here. He said, All that perspiring. Can I be real honest with y'all? It's one of the largest offerings I got in the year. Y'all, right? I'm killing the meat, Nana. I'm killing it. I'm killing it it was one of the large uh, hey don't y'all fall out with me somebody said what kind of preacher you see I'm not near as good as you you know most time I look at the check before I get to the road I mean most time when I'm in the bathroom changing clothes if he's done give me my check I've done looked I mean y'all can be spiritual and say you forgot it in your Bible if you want to I ain't never forgot one in my Bible (laughs) I'm sorry, Brother Gravity. It's good knowing you. God bless you. It's been real good knowing you. I was washing your feet the other day. Now you're fixing to throw me out on my head. Amen. I mean, y'all come on now. I mean, go to the bathroom, change clothes. I wonder what they give me. Glory to God, you know what I'm praying for, Lord. And I've been wondering if you forgot me, Lord. And look at her and say, wow. And some of you look at and say, Well, (laughs) ain't no in-between. It's either wow or well. Y'all, come on, don't act suspenseful to me. You know every one of you would be driving a brand hammer new. I'm talking about best money could buy if you could. Yeah, that killed it. Me and old grandma's got a pretty good relationship out there. She's a 2003 model. Oh, man, that's a grand marquee, by the way. I better clear that up. Hallelujah. I, I, name, all, I name everything. My dear rifles has got a name. My, my fishing poles has got a name. I do name my young'uns too. Oh, yeah. I get a, that thing and I leave and I know what I'm driving in the will of God. And then on some offerings, I could pay for that new car. But on them others... I can't even put gas in it. Y'all come on now. I'm just talking about the flesh. I want you to know, don't you worry. Your work shall be rewarded. Keep your flesh crucified. And you know what God does for me still every year, once or twice a year, I'll go preach somewhere and won't get a dime. And he lets me know who's in charge. See, I'm tired of lying preachers. You got to have it. But I'm telling you, don't quit your work took that little old church with nobody that couldn't pay me nothing are y'all hearing me and I thought what in the name of God am I doing working two jobs preaching revivals are y'all hearing me I want to tell some young preacher some young man of God God has not forgot your work go back to your place God's called you Mount your pit and preach like a wild man and love God your personal issues of your flesh. He dealt with that. In verse number eight, when Asa heard what the preacher told him, the prophet, he took courage and he put away abominable idols out of the land of Judah and Benjamin and out of the cities which had taken from the Mount from and renewed the altar of the Lord. That was before the porch of the Lord. Go back to your church and just keep her, just keep her clean. Keep her in order. Number two. How not only your personal work of your flesh, but your private work concerning your family. I got family problems. Well, I'm telling you, time flies. I got family problems. Well, what's your family problems? I got flesh problems. I got family problems. What's your family problem? Watch this. Absolutely none of your business. Did you got flesh problems? Yeah, I told you some of them, but I ain't telling you all of them. You know why? Ain't none your business. All oh, y'all want to run around and confess your sins? Can't find that no word in your Bible. said confess your faults. You ought to keep your sin, yourself, and God. I got family issues. Asa's mama, verse number 16, and Asa concern, concerning, yeah, that's her name right there. That's her name. How do I know that's her name? Because the Bible said the mother of Asa, the king. We'll get you smart fellas up here to read all that. He removed her from being queen. He had to take care of some family issues. Yes, sir. Yes. Did you know the hardest thing I've had to do is handle my family? Yes. Yes, sir. I'm trying to quit, preacher. But your testimony, every time I hear it, tires me up. I know nothing about what you're dealt with. I'm 42. I don't even know what a cigarette tastes like. I don't even know what alcohol tastes I don't know what dope does to you. Are y'all hearing me? But I've done enough of bad things, so don't think I'm real spiritual right there. My mom and daddy raised me on the side of the steeple. And I got brothers that love God. My, mother, my wife's mother and daddy, some of the godless people, serve God. All we've ever known is God. But we all have family problems. And did you know I got family problems on both sides of my family right now that I am not liking? Yours could be an avenue of sin and the wickedness of this world and you might handle them a lot easier. Let me tell you, you better put your kid gloves on when it comes to spiritual things, dealing with family. And I want to tell some of you, don't quit. Don't give in because your family has bidding you to give in on some things. Just because they may. And I'm not down in none of my family. But I'm telling you, it does not matter what mom and dad or your brothers or your sisters do. If God tells you not to do it, don't do it. I don't care what your family does. You better all. It's easy preaching, but it's hard living right now. I hope I ain't disappointing you with this sermon. I really want to please you. I ain't going to lie. My family issues, it's none of your business, but they're killing me because I'm having to take a stand on some things that I'm being condemned and I'm I'm not being cussed I'm not being cussed, but I am being condemned. And it's ripping my heart. And I know it's all over. I ain't got nothing to say. I'm just telling you, God's got a record book. Also, oh, the king had to deal with his own mama. And said, mama, we're not going to put up with that right there. I'm going to show you something. I ain't got to preach at all these three subports to all these three points. There's a personal problem with the flesh. There's private problems with your family. But then there's a public work. There's a public work of our faith being displayed. And here's Asa's faith in verse number 16. In the same verse, he handled his mama. His work showed forth. He removed her from being queen because she had made an idol in a grave, in a grove. Watch this. And Asa cut down her idol and stamped it. I said like I won't say it. Stomped it. How many of y'all ever stomped the floor in your pulpit and said something like this? Come hell or high water, we're not turning the lights out. We're not turning this into praise and drama. We're not gonna go to a no dance team. Somebody help me had a family come in, boy, I'm talking about she could sing like a hummingbird and they come from one of them churches and by the way, here's another one of them dropping a lot of money in the offering plate and I said, preacher, I wanted to sing this song this wasn't long ago I said, meet me in my office, we heard it I said, we can't have that can I call names? Casting crowns, is that odd if I call that name here? I believe we ought to call some names somebody holler amen and said, we're going to sing this, and it's going to put that that music in our test. I said, oh, no. Oh, no. Not long as I'm pastor. Somebody said, y'all had a little more grave about that. Y'all had a little more about. It. No, let me tell you. Oh, Asa took him idols. He stomped them in the ground. He burned them in the brook of Kendron. Get your King James Bible. Plant your feet down firm. Look at crowd in their eyes. and Instead of thus, saith the Lord. If God be for you. Who can be again you. Yeah. I could run 500 if I dropped some things. If I wouldn't act like this. Yeah. But last night, we didn't have a big crowd. We had a lot of crisis yesterday. But we got to shouting. Get the tape. One time you couldn't even hear them singing. And there wasn't a dozen of us shouting. You ain't got to have 500 to drown the CD out. It's according to how close you get to the microphone. <laughs> Hey man, I mean, praise God. We shout and stomp and run because there ain't no dead idols. There ain't no false idols. And they ain't no works of man. It's the works of God. And I want to say to you in closing, God, I ain't going to forget your work concerning your personal issues of your flesh, your private issues of your family, nor your public issues concerning your faith, it works. Watch what happened. The high places were not taken out of Israel. Nevertheless, the heart of Asa was perfect all of his days. I tremble, Brother Gravely. Every time you say that I ain't changed, it scares me to death. You hear me? Because statistically, I'm the next. Even where I come from. That's hard for me to say. But I'm going to return the high honor. Since I've known you, you ain't changed. And I hear what they say about you out there. Can I talk a minute? It's 5:05. I'm supposed to be quitting right now. It's 5:06. Can I talk just another minute? I hear what they say about Brother Ricky Gravely to a degree because they don't talk too much. And I'm sure you've heard down the road with some preachers and maybe even myself. But you know what? You know what I hear. He's still standing on what he's believing. My preacher, I believe that's the greatest compliment you could ever receive, because you ain't changed. But you know what, brother? I'm apt to change, statistically. And I'll leave y'all with the prayer request. And all y'all that's so high minded and a lot more spiritual than I am, I'd like to get to y'all's level. But you pray that, Brother Gravely, that if the Lord's will will let me live, And my health's really taking a toll. I'm too young for this, I'll be honest with you. But if the Lord will let me live, I'd like to run this race with you to my dying breath. And I'd like for you to be an old man with white hair one day. And I'd like for my little wife to stand beside your little wife somewhere in some meeting. And they hold hands together and weep. And when somebody's singing, it's been a long journey. (laughs) And our little old feeble wives could hold their hands up and say, look at our men, look at our men. I want to lock arm. Me and old brother Mark locked arms over 20 years ago. I want to die locked arm with brother Mark. God help us not to quit our work. Don't quit. Matter of fact, tighten it down just a little bit tighter. Preach your message. Out. I know what I'm preaching about. I know what I'm preaching about. Because you know what I'm having to do? Yes. Yes. I'm having to tighten her down myself yes. from something I let in over four and a half years ago. It'll get you. It'll get you. Thank you, preacher.